John's Gospel. It's on page 1296 in my Bible. Chapter 19 of John's Gospel. And we'll uh, read from verse 1. Then Pilate, having uh, took Jesus and scourged him, and the soldiers, having plaited a crown of thorns and put, a, put it on his head, uh, and put a, robe, a purple robe on him, and came to him and said, Hail, King of the Jews, and, the, uh, and gave him blows on the face. And Pilate went out again uh, and says to them, that's the crowds in Jerusalem, Lo, I bring him out to you that ye may know that I find no, in him no fault whatsoever. Jesus therefore went forth without, wearing the crown of thorns and the purple robe. And this is Pilate, and he says to them, Behold the man, the message that Pilate gave to the crowds. Behold the man is a call to you, dear friend, tonight, to behold the man, Jesus. Take account of Jesus. Take account of Jesus. That's why the gospel goes out. The glad tidings goes out. Because there is one to be taken account of. There's lots of men in this world, lots of famous men, whether they be sportsmen or whether they be politicians, whether they've done things which are great, whether they've shot to fame or whether they've been known for a long time. There's lots of men in this world. But there is something distinctive about this man, Jesus. And even if we go back uh, to when he was born, the Christmas message, uh, they're all, uh, I'm sure, uh, familiar uh, with the Christmas message. Uh, you've just had Christmas. Uh, maybe you've gone to a, a school, uh, to a uh, nativity play. But it's, it's worthwhile just thinking. Uh, and reading the Bible, we turn to Luke's Gospel in chapter 2. It's on page 1222 in my Bible. Uh, Luke's Gospel in chapter 2 uh, and verse 8. And there were shepherds in that country without, uh, abiding without and keeping watch by night over their flock. And lo, an angel of the Lord was uh, there by them. And the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they feared with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I announce to you glad tidings of great joy, which shall be for all the people. For today a Saviour is born, has been born to you in David's city, who is the Christ the Lord. And this is a sign to you. Ye shall find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes and laid in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, good pleasure in men. This was God's declaration from heaven to these shepherds out in the fields. They were looking after their flocks uh, by night uh, uh, and they received this heavenly vision uh, about Jesus. Uh, the babe that was laid in a manger. Uh, uh, 
no one else has ever had a declaration like this when they were obeying. They were told, behold this child, behold this child, look at this child, go and find this child. And what a blessing it was for them to go and see the child Jesus. But why was Jesus marked out like this? Why was he marked out like this? It was because God had come near in the person of his son. You take account of Jesus coming here into this very earth. And he, think of the life of Jesus too. He came in as a babe, but he grew up. And we find, if we read the Bible, that through his life, he was able to do good and show healing and bring in healing and show compassion and kindness to whoever you were, whoever you were. There was nobody that was out of the grip of the blessing of Jesus. Whether you were like the man who was taken by a demon, found in a, in a, amongst the tombs in a cemetery, with no clothes on, uh, or whether uh, you were uh, higher up, uh, maybe you were like Nicodemus, uh, who was higher up in the um, uh, in society, uh, and anybody in between, uh, Jesus could help. He could help. Uh, but then uh, we come to the section where I I read, which is at the end of his life, uh, when Pilate brings him out. Uh, uh, he'd been uh, uh, taken by the, um, uh, the Jewish rulers uh, uh, and had been mm, uh, judged by them uh, as unworthy to live. Uh, mm, mm. And they brought him to uh, Pilate. Uh, mm. The um, uh, the Roman ruler of that day. And they say, he's not worthy to live. They want him crucified. And so Pilate takes account of Jesus. And he can say, I find no fault in him. That was the perfection of Jesus. There was nothing worthy of death in Jesus. But... Pilate, even though he said this, uh, he, he bends uh, to the crowd. Uh, the crowd is um, uh, 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 moved uh, in such a way that it affects Pilate. Uh, he thinks he's going to have a riot on his hands. Uh, uh, and so he delivers up uh, Jesus to be crucified. Mm. And what a, a death that was. But God, although Jesus died and went into the tomb, God saw to it that he didn't remain there. And he's been raised and he's glorified. He's in a position to be able to bless you. Bless you. You might say to me, well, what, what, why do I need blessing? 
What do I need to have to do with Jesus? I'm reasonably happy. I'm reasonably happy. Well, dear friend, you might think that you're reasonably happy. But underneath, there is a worry. There is a concern with all of us. Because there is a day coming when God is going to judge the habitable world. Who by? By the, person, the man of his choice. The man of his choice. And that is Jesus. So, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Well, if you haven't come to an appreciation of what Jesus has done for you, what God has secured in the death of Jesus, you're going to be judged. You're going to be judged. And solemnly, you'll be unworthy to found to live. There is a place which is called hell, the lake of fire. It's a solemn matter, and we should be sobered when we think about it. Some people say, yeah, you shouldn't preach about hell, or you shouldn't speak about hell in the preaching. Uh, but I can tell you one thing, uh, from the scriptures, from the Bible, mm. that Jesus uh, was the one who spoke about hell. Uh, he was the one that's preached uh, and spoke about hell. So it is a matter to take account of. But of course, uh, that's a background uh, uh, to the gospel. Because we're not preaching judgment, uh, although judgment is uh, coming. What we're preaching is a way of salvation. The way you can be saved, uh, how you can be brought uh, uh, to know what it is uh, uh, to receive God's blessing. God doesn't desire the death of a sinner. Uh, he doesn't desire the death of a sinner. He desires that you may be blessed. You know. So we have to face up to the fact that we have, we need a saviour. We need a saviour because we're all sinners. We're all sinners. Well, what is sin? What is sin? Well, sin is doing what I want to do. What I want to do. When we're children, we may be asked to do something by our parents. I remember, uh, as a boy, being asked to uh, lay the table uh, uh, for dinner that night. And um, it was much more fun to go and chase my brother around the table rather than lay it. It annoyed my mother something rotten. And she let us know about it. But that was disobedience. And that is sin. I didn't want to do what my mother told me to do. I wanted to do what I wanted to do. And interestingly enough, even the word sin 
It's a short little word, S-I-N. Uh, and what does sin have? It has an I in the middle. Mm. I in the middle. I in the middle. That's me in the middle of it. Mm. I'm self-centred and I sin. Mm. And we all fall into that category. Uh, I'm not uh, pointing the finger at you, mm. dear friend, without feeling the effects myself. Mm. We're all sinners. We've all fallen. Mm. Mm. Uh, when Adam um, sinned in the uh, Garden of Eden, uh, he affected the whole human race. Mm. Uh, and we're all sinners. Mm. And that's why we need a saviour. That's why we need a saviour. Uh, so Jesus came here from God, sent by God, his beloved son. And he's come here as a, uh, a blessed man. Uh, he's come here uh, as a man who has pleased God. And the only way that God could be satisfied with a sacrifice for sin uh, was it had to be acceptable to him. Mm. Uh, uh, and Jesus came here. He's proved his worth his blessedness mm. and the perfection of his life. Mm. Uh, I suppose uh, Pilate had had thousands of people come before him. Mm. Uh, all criminals, all sinners. Uh, he had never had a man like Jesus brought before him. Who could uh, he say, I find no fault whatsoever in him? That was a right judgment, uh, an absolute statement uh, he couldn't find anything worthy of death mm. but uh, uh, as i said he had to bow to the pressure of the crowd uh, jerusalem at this time uh, was full of people full of people they'd come from all over israel because it was a time of the passover they'd come to uh, offer up the, uh, uh, the passover lamb and they come from all over. And this huge crowd was there. Huge crowd. Mm. And they all cry out, crucify him. Mm. Crucify him. Mm. And when uh, uh, Jesus was nailed to that cross. Uh, mm. And he suffered there. Uh, he suffered at the hands of men. Uh, the, the matter of crucifixion is a horrible, horrible death. Mm. Uh, it's, um, it's a death by suffocation. Uh, because you're held up uh, and uh, you cannot breathe you cannot breathe uh, it's a horrible horrible death mm. but Jesus suffered at the hands of men but how much greater in those three hours of darkness when God hid the scene um, from uh, any human eye uh, when Jesus bore God's judgment God's judgment for sin. Uh, uh, every one of my sins was borne by Jesus when he suffered on that cross. Uh, and dear friend, he suffered for your sins. He suffered for every one of them. Uh, you know, I delight uh, in the words of Jesus. It is finished. It is finished. Because there is no sin that wasn't met, that wasn't met. Yeah. The work was complete, and then he expired, yeah. he died. Yeah. Uh, you might say to me, well, uh, the Bible says, uh, 
Without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sins. Uh, oh dear friend, the blood of Jesus was shed. Uh, the Roman soldier came along and pierced his side uh, and outflowed the blood and the water. The precious blood of Jesus uh, cleanses from all sin. Uh, uh, God has a righteous basis uh, to come out in blessing. And as I've said, uh, death was real to Jesus, uh, but he was raised from the grave. On the third day, he's been raised from the grave and he's now in heaven, in glory. Uh, what a place he has. Uh, and he's marked out uh, as the one that God has found uh, his pleasure in. Mm. Uh, and if you go to the uh, uh, next book in the Bible, the Acts of the Apostle, you'll find that uh, uh, those who preached uh, uh, were able to point to Jesus, uh, as I'm doing today, uh, as the only one uh, who we can put our trust in. Uh, uh, in uh, 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 Acts uh, uh, 4 and verse um, uh, 12 and salvation is in none other and neither is there another name under heaven which has been given amongst men by which we must be saved that was Peter in a preaching uh, uh, he was pointing to Jesus uh, he was pointing to Jesus. So, dear friend, a basis has been laid uh, for the blessing of mankind. And thousands have come uh, to trust in the work of uh, Jesus. Uh, they put their trust in his work. They put their trust in his blood. They've come under the shelter of the blood. Uh, what a blessing. But, dear friend, the gospel, the glad tidings, is very personal because it comes down to you, to you. Uh, I would love to be able to believe for thousands of people, but I can't. It comes down to our own personal acceptance of the work of Jesus. Uh, dear friend, have you put your trust in Jesus? Uh, uh, have you, do you know what it is? Uh, to have got right with God. Do you know what it is uh, to have uh, uh, a relationship with God? It's not complicated. You don't have to have a degree. You don't have to have education. The shortest prayer in the Bible was uh, said by Peter who, who gave this gospel preaching. Uh, he was uh, uh, finding himself sinking uh, and he just cries out Lord save me Lord save me how simple how simple and what did Peter find uh, he was pulled out of the water and he was put on, put on the sh uh, brought back onto the ship uh, and dear friend uh, that's how simple the gospel is uh, just accept Jesus just say uh, that you're sorry for the circum the the um, the, uh, the, uh, the sins that you've committed, uh, and just say to God that you accept the precious work of Jesus. Uh, uh, what a blessing it is! What a blessing it is! 
to know that weight of sin uh, uh, removed uh, from you and to know that you can have peace with God. Uh, 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 and when uh, 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 you die, uh, you can have the certainty and the assured that place of being with Jesus in heaven. Mm -hmm. The area of blessing, bliss. Uh, you might say, well, let me go away and think about it. Let me go away and think about it. Dear friend, uh, uh, it's not a heavy sales pitch. It's not a heavy sales pitch. But there is something that you do need to be aware of. Time is short. Time is short. None of us know how long we have. Because there is... Uh, the matter is to things happening. We, we came round the M25 today, driving along. We're in... Uh, in our lane, and suddenly this car comes in from the uh, entrance onto the motorway. Uh, there's a lorry, and the lorry's moved across in front of him, so he's shot out. And he's come out in front of us. Uh, millimeters. Fortunately, we're here. Uh, it could have been very different. If there was a split second difference, uh, things could have been different. None of us know what may happen. There is an urgency about the gospel. But then there's also something else. Because Jesus is coming again. He's coming again. It could be at any moment. The Bible speaks about it in a twinkling of an eye. That's... So short a period of time. He's coming. He's coming. And he's going to take all those who put their trust in him. Uh, we won't see death. We won't see death. Uh, we'll be taken uh, to be with Jesus. And what a prospect. Uh, uh, that was uh, when the scripture was written. Uh, almost 2,000 years ago. Uh, it was written... Like it was going to be something very, very soon. Well, if that's 2,000 years ago, uh, how soon is Jesus going to come? Uh, uh, it could be any moment. Uh, what a blessing for those who put their trust in Jesus. Uh, dear friend, are you ready? Are you ready? Uh, as we sung in our hymn, all things are ready. From God's point of view, all things are ready. What about with you, dear friend? Are you ready to accept Jesus as your Saviour? I just desire that maybe your portion. Uh, there are many uh, in this room who put their trust in Jesus. Mm -hmm. uh, they know uh, the blessing. Uh, but dear friend, what about you? Do you know what it is to put your trust in Jesus uh, and find uh, that you have peace with God? That's my desire, dear friend, for you tonight. May it be your enjoyment. May it be your joy. Uh, may it be so. For the Lord's name's sake. Amen. 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 Amen.